0: Ocean
1: FM Hello, we're Fall Chiguti Arts Northwest. You're very welcome to Arts Northwest broadcasting from the Glens Centre in Manor and myself Brendan Murray, and on sound Mark Gavin. On this week's show, we'll be having a chat with Robert Gogan, who's playing in the Hawkswell on October the 26th, with his long-running show Strolling Through Ulysses, which is played all over Ireland and beyond. And it's playing its last ever show in The Hawkswell. We had it here earlier this year in the Glens. Fantastic piece of work. you really got to to get out and see it before it finishes up. Craig Cox will be here also to run through what's on over the coming week or so in the area. And he'll be playing a track from the group Mel, led by the great Mark Gagan, a local group, who are playing here on Sunday night as part of Folk from the Edges of Europe at the Glens Centre. But first up, Sheila O'Keefe and Jerry Farrell from Splother Theatre Company. Sheila, Jerry, you're very, very welcome. You're busy in rehearsals at the moment, and it's a show that's coming up in both the factory in Sligo and in the Glen Centre here, where we broadcast from every week. And it's a fascinating topic. Uh, it looks back on the title of it is The Last Prime Minister, and I suppose it's a reflection and a philosophical treatise, as Jerry Farrell's work always tends to be, on uh, Lloyd George, and it's set. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jerry, on the twentieth anniversary or twenty years on from the treaty negotiations. From the Anglo But treaty. the particular
2: setting is. The particular setting is: it's the morning of and into the evening of uh, the funeral of David Lloyd George's wife. So the family are gathering together on the morning of his wife's funeral. And uh, like, like all family gatherings, there's the potential for uh, the past, everything about the past to come up. So as Prin has pointed out to me when we were rehearsing, It works on two levels. There's the political... So that's Prynne Deignan, of course, who is the
1: Artistic Director of Splother. And Splother has built up quite a reputation over the years, not just for its Irish language theatre, but its English language theatre, and particularly developing with some of your good selves, some of the great... The last one you did, which was absolutely amazing, on on, uh, the first Protestant, which was Martin Luther. Mm Um, but Prynne, anyway is directing, of course.
2: Prynne, Prynne is directing, and as, as he has pointed out, as we, as we were going through the rehearsals, like it 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 looks at the political life and particularly Lloyd George's uh, relationship with Ireland. He was responsible, of course, for the partition of Ireland. Uh, he was responsible for sending the black and tans to Ireland, so it looks particular at his his relationship with Ireland, but also, and a large part of the play is about the family dynamics. So, uh, Lloyd George is in there. so it it's uh, while it's a historical drama, it's still primarily a drama. Sure. So it has. Um, and
1: Jerry, I mean, this is a, a obviously this is an area, and I know your own background is in psychology and. Um, so obviously you have a, a particular interest in the psychology of major figures who have been influential on a world stage,
2: uh, a hell of a thing to take on. Yeah, it, it is. But the subject is really fascinating. He is a fascinating subject. Um,
1: and, and as a playwright, are you like is your thing you're you're not concerned about what the uh, the, 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 the moral you know, morality that surrounds these people. It's to get inside what made them tick and and made them behave in a particular way, which of course is always the formula for great drama. You know, people react to their environment in certain ways and to their own history, uh, particularly family history. Uh, something that we've become more and more aware of in the area of psychology over the last 50, 60
2: years. years, And, and, And particularly the contradictions, and this is the fascinating thing about Lloyd George, that in many respects he was very, very principled, took huge political risks, but then in other ways, he could be very unprincipled. He was quite manipulative, and uh, and that that's fascinating, not only just on the political front, but within his family as well.
1: Uh, but yet, wouldn't we say, as politicians, you have to be manipulative? Of you course. I mean? yeah, he would, <laughs> you'd you'd yeah. get nowhere. Yeah.
2: It, uh, one of the things that's fascinating about him is that what he came up with intuitively in the art of negotiations would be the standard way of teaching negotiation now. Interesting. Uh, and so, so, so it's very interesting. But it mm. is primarily a play of course i'm 50 years involved in drama as well as my psychological career and so like it's important like uh, potential audiences to be aware that like it's a play that contains all the elements of drama so there uh, people will be entertained so you,
1: you could walk in off the street and know nothing about the Absolutely. topic yeah which is yeah that's, which is that's and I, 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 I i certainly know that from from you know your previous work uh most of which i would have an interest in the topic anyway but i think you're absolutely right i mean for me the the you know the first protestant w- was such an intense psychological drama um and 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 i think that's you know to to get in there is is a credit to yourself as a writer but just very briefly you're you're fifty years involved in theatre. Fifty what? years <laughs> involved in Which theatre. But everything you'd yeah. grow up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, it's not going to happen at this stage. Good on you. It's <laughs> not going to happen at this uh, stage. But
1: of course, not just as a writer, you're, you're 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 taking part in the play as well. I'm
2: taking part. I'm playing the the, the eponymous role, the last prime uh, minister. And how, how does that
1: I've feel in your own words, and then? And, and and like d- Print Dyson as the director, like when he would come down and say "Ah oh, no 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 Jerry, you can't be taking that. You can't be taking that liberty with the author's words." With the, uh, no, <laughs> well Don't I lie. tell
2: you, <laughs> one of the things that I've learned and ser- learned certainly as a, as a, as a, as a writer is that like drama, unlike other arts, is a very collaborative piece. It is absolutely. And the rehearsals, the contribution that the actors and Sheila's here with us today, the contribution that the actors have made and that Prin has made. Uh, in developing the play, okay, I, I give a script, and and one of the first things he had to do was cut lots of pieces out. But it wasn't just about cutting parts out of it, but it was sharpening up things. And what the actors have brought to it, what I find fascinating about this play is, like in the first Protestant, I was in all the scenes. But in this one, I'm not in all the scenes. And it is absolutely wonderful to watch actors take the words you've written and how they interpret them and what they've brought to them. And Sheila, it's great that Sheila's here with us today because the character that she's playing the, the uh, she's kind of the maid in the house or the housekeeper or whatever, but she has really developed it into a uh, into a very important role in the in the and brings and like th- the elements in the play is like people will be entertained i uh, wouldn't like anyone listening to this to think that it's just heavy historical sure, drama yeah. there's entertainment there's a lot of laughs, <laughs> in it um uh, there's a mystery in it there's a very important mystery that's not solved right up until the last minute of the play so there's inter- there's there's comedy and there's mystery and there is high drama there's some tragedy as well and particularly within the family and so there's uh, uh, all the tragedy?
1: ingredients of a of great life. play and sheila uh, sheila o'keefe one of the founding members of splother
3: no not quite but right. uh, i'm old enough to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm i'm kind of returned from uh, doing drama in other places and uh, joined splother i don't know maybe a, know, a good while ago. A good and, while ago. And, yeah. and
1: tell us, Sheila, as an interpretive artist, as an as an actor, stroke actress, um, how does it feel to be doing this particular play with the writer there, as as Jerry is referring to, in, in 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 central to the whole process?
3: I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I think uh, it's a great opportunity to you know work with the writer actor. Uh, I'd also know Jerry quite well sure. and we both have uh worked in the area of uh therapy and psychotherapy
1: and because you work you also work with a, a company called Playback who are that that, that that's,
3: that's right full circle playback circle Theatre. full play, circle yeah. playback
1: theatre yeah uh sorry if playback being the kind of genre if you like mm-hmm. um which is, which is around using theatre as a a, a means of I suppose I know at a, at a forum yesterday we were at in Derry. You you referred to Augusto Boal, which was the famous theatre of the oppressed. So it's about uh, engaging with people who are, who are some way marginalised, really.
3: Can be, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's that, that's the playback theatre is of that nature. It's it's drawing people out in their everyday stories, be they good, bad, happy, sad.
1: And I know that you'll be coming to the Glens in the new year. But back to 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 yeah, th- I play th- the c-
3: part of Lally in the in this uh, this play. the the the, the, the housekeeper. housekeeper yeah, yeah. and uh, as Jerry said, um, uh, the play is a political story, um, a historical story. Uh, And it's also about the family dynamics. And I suppose Lally's character really uh, is there uh, and she really facilitates that exploration of the family dynamics. And is she an
1: actual historical figure? She is. She's a
3: real... real. Am I right, Gerry? She exists in reality. Her her name
2: was Sarah, actually. Mm. But Megan, Lloyd George's daughter, who's also a character in the play and was a real historical figure, uh, couldn't pronounce the word Sarah when she was a little child, so she used to say Lally, nice. and so that Lally, that name stuck. Mm. It was a kind of a, a term of endearment. Well, so I she's a
3: very maternal kind of figure in the in the play. She's a kind of an all-seeing eye. She's she's incredibly loyal to uh, this household, uh, the Lloyd George household. Um, she sees all the. The good and bad that's going on, she's not judgmental about it. She's like a real mammy that really just supports whatever's happening and uh, really looks out for everybody. There's a lot of love in her, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I suppose when I first saw the script, the thing that struck me was her loyalty. And I suppose that's not unusual that people at that time, you know, uh, yes. could be very Yes, very interesting annoyed.
1: to say at that time. Might have been as unquestioning as it would be uh, today.
3: Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Maybe not, yeah. yeah. But she and is, who she else
1: is in the... Uh, yeah, I know you have ma- the wonderful Michael Roper.
3: Mm-hmm. Michael plays uh, the part of Cledwyn. So... Uh, Lally and Cledwyn are on stage a little bit Kledwin together. Cledwyn has
1: to be a Welsh name. Yeah,
3: absolutely, <laughs> it's set in Wales, yeah. and uh, that's th- that. brings quite a little bit of the lightness, maybe, to the uh-huh. story. Jerry, would you agree? Yes, yeah. And uh, so it's great fun to be playing great with uh, Michael. Right. He's a yeah. the word
2: Cledwyn actually means um, intimate but rough. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and that's kind of the character that he very very good
1: so it's on uh, it sounds fascinating i'm so looking forward to it it's on uh, s- 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 here in the glens
3: yeah on the 14th and 15th, and 15th of october and
2: then you do the factory later
3: on we the do the f- 11th of november in the 11th,
2: 11th of november.
1: november
3: it's also right. on in the Dolphin Carrick, Carrick on the twenty eighth of October. Oh right, yeah.
1: yeah. So that's another. And then we go
3: to on tour uh, in the new year, uh, starting off in the Ardon in Enniskillen.
1: Ah, great, mm. brilliant. We we'll look at every success with it, and uh, delighted as ever that the Glens has the absolute pleasure and good fortune to host the world premiere of your latest work, Jerry Farrell. Uh, the first Protestant really, uh, it was absolutely magnificent. So I'm sure the last Prime Minister. Will be equally so. Goodnight, live lesson, lesson show, and uh, we'll chat again down the road when you're on the road, and, and, and you can keep us posted. Sheila O'Keefe and uh, Jerry Farrell of Splother Theatre. Uh, tickets available through DeadlandCenter.com, uh, or online, or you can call us on zero seven one nine eight five five eight three three Tuesday to Friday from eleven to five p.m.
4: It being in the spring Where the small birds were singing Down by a shady arbor I carelessly did stray Where the thrushes they were warbling And the violets they were charming For to view two lovers talk
0: So that was a track by Mel, who are playing in the Glen Centre this Sunday the 16th at 8pm as part of the folk music from the edges of Europe night. So this Friday actually, so tomorrow the 14th, it's pretty close, but in the Ballard Arts Centre, we said it last week, but just a reminder, Deirdre O'Kane is performing, tickets for that are €22. Then in the Baller Arts Centre itself again next week on Thursday the 20th at 8pm, you have Rory Makeham and Donald Clancy, and they are sons of famous Tommy Makeham and Liam Clancy respectively. And they're playing trad tunes and carrying on their father's legacies. And tickets for that are €25. Euro. Then in the Hawkswell and Sligo, gigs that are coming up are again tomorrow, um, Friday the 14th at 8pm. David O'Doherty is performing, that's another comedian, and tickets for him are also €22. Euro. Then on Sunday the 16th, um, O'Kane and Block are playing, they're doing their banjo Joe, which combines tenor and bluegrass styles. Tickets for that are €20 euro and €10 euro for under 10s, but also in the afternoon that day, they're doing a concert specifically for infants. And Tickets for that are €10 euro for parent and baby, if you want to check that out. Then next Wednesday the 19th at 1pm is the next in the Locals at Lunchtime series, and this time it's led by actor Isabel Claffey, who, with Margaret Kilcoyne, will, po- will perform a snippet of the play I Hope You're Proud of Yourself. This, as always, is free. In The Model, on Saturday the 15th, At 8 p.m. is the Crash Ensemble, which is more contemporary classical music. They're playing a program of works by Irish and international composers that were commissioned during lockdown. Um, Also that afternoon, there is a discursive workshop around how to design new concert experiences. And Simultaneous to that, there is a work by video artist Jack Phelan showing in the Models exhibition space. Well, it's actually in their foyer and it's in response to a piece of music commissioned by the crash ensemble and that's an installation so that runs until october 29th but tickets for the concert are 15 euro or 10 euro concession and for the exhibition obviously it's free then in the hawkswell on thursday the 20th at 8 p.m there is the show heaven this is written by eugene o'brien and presented by fishamble the new theater company and this play is about a couple who hope that by attending a wedding it might help them to rediscover the foundation of their own marriage Tickets for that, 20 euro, 18 concession, and can be gotten from Hawkswell.com. Then here in the Glens, next week, Thursday, uh, on the 20th at 8pm, there is Here Before. This is the next in Rabbit Riot Theatre Company's series of films made by female directors. This one is about a grieving mother developing an unhealthy relationship with the daughter of her new neighbours with supernatural undertones. Um, so that's it for theatres and screenings coming up this week. This began in the Leitrim Sculpture Centre in here in Manor Hamilton. There is Synesthesia Synthesis. Uh, that's tomorrow, Friday 14th, and also on Saturday the 15th. And it's kind of an installation slash soundscape event by Tara Mooney, Reentrench, and, and Dermot, their Muddy. This is the end result of a residency that three artists have been on, which has included... They've basically been using field recordings to use as the basis for what they are calling an extended sonic poem. There's a couple of interesting workshops coming up. Um, a reminder in the Leitrim Sculpture Centre next week, Friday the 21st to the 23rd, there is Computer Programming for Artists. Tickets for this are €180. Euro. Uh, it's a three-day in-depth workshop for artists looking to use interactive digital media as part of their arts practice. The workshop will look at the free visual programming language processing, some other open source softwares and interactive microcontrollers such as Arduinos and Raspberry Pis. And then finally, there's just two Kind of big festivals coming up this weekend in Donegal. Two literary festivals. The first one is the Francis Brown Festival. That's running this weekend, so it's, it's pretty close. But it's Friday the 14th to Sunday the 16th. This is a weekend of readings, talks and performances celebrating. The first of these is the Francis Brown Festival. This is happening around Ballybofey Buffet and Straner Lair, And that is this weekend, Friday the 14th to Sunday the 16th. All the information can be found at FrancisBrownLiteraryFestival.com. And then in Letterkenny, next weekend from Thursday the twentieth to Sunday the twenty-third, they have their Cathedral Quarter Literary Festival. This is quite a varied program, and it happens across a number of venues in the city centre. It'll start with a performance by the West Coast, by the West Ocean String Quartet, on the Thursday. But the fe- the festival itself will be officially opened on the Friday evening by Michael Harding. His readings will punctuate a talk by Ben Harkin on writing about climate action. Then the rest of the weekend will include a masterclass which features Harding himself performances by local writers and the Rafaux Diamond Writers Group, talks on Brendan Behan's time in Paris, the novel Cashlan or the life of Louis J. Walsh and the Donegal County Archives relating to Guidor and Lord George Hill. And there will be a closing day performance by the Donegal Chamber Orchestra. So it's pretty packed. Ticket prices and venues vary. Information can be found at the Letterkenny Cathedral Quarter Facebook and Instagram pages or by contacting Donan Harvey at 086 345 Two four five seven or the email address Donan Harvey that's D-O-N-N-A-N-H-A-R-V-E-Y at Hotmail.com if you want to find out about anything that's going on over that weekend. And so again, if you would like to have Arts Northwest include anything in our listing section, you can contact us at Northwest at theglenscentre.com. Thanks very much.
1: Earlier this year, the Glens played host to a lively run through one of the world's most seminal works of literature, which celebrated its publication centenary this year. It is, of course, James Joyce's Ulysses. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome on the uh, adapter and performer, uh, Robert Gogan. Nice to talk to you again, Robert.
5: Indeed, Brendan, it is.
1: You Absolutely. are... After many years on the road, finishing up your wonderful stroll through Ulysses, as its official title is, uh, in the Hawkswell coming up.
5: That's correct, yeah. The 26th of this month. I think it's Wednesday, whatever. It's, it's the 26th anyway. And uh, yes, that will be my final show of all time. The final curtain, as uh, some song says.
1: Indeed. So first of all, Robert, I, 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 I had the pleasure of experiencing it here in the Glens. It was fantastic. And indeed... You um, in encouraged me and 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 uh, veered me towards reading uh, through your uh, adaptation of Ulysses, for, for want of a better term, where whereby you actually notated in a way uh, and put in all the um, stops and starts in it, of course, because Joyce yeah. uh, wrote it straight through as a stream of consciousness. Uh, without any punctuation um, and tell us Robert let's go back to its founding What, because theatre is not sp- 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 specifically your background
5: No it's not um, it, it, almost throwing through Ulysses uh, came along by accident more than anything else I've loved uh, Ulysses for as long as I can remember back to when I was in my late teens and used to get so frustrated with most of my friends and family who used to kind of their faces went grey when I mentioned Ulysses or James Joyce and they'd say, yeah, we tried it, it's an impossible book, blah, blah. And then I'd be trying to explain to them, look, it's actually not that difficult if you approach it a certain way. So I eventually ended up just in my head saying, look, I'm going to try to do a one hour to an hour and a quarter show to explain to people that, in fact, this book is well worth having a go at. And it's also, which is to the amazement of most people, it's extremely funny. And so that's how I ended up doing it. And I ended up on stage acting away and thoroughly enjoying it.
1: Good on you, because like you, you come from the professions. Now, I know you're also a musician.
5: Yeah, that's true. I, I, I play the banjo a little bit now and again and sing the old song. And I also um, practiced for a very short while as a barrister many years ago.
1: You, you, oh, oh, okay. As, <laughs> that's a hell of a career, <laughs> <laughs> career mix. Yeah, and 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 absolutely, I have to say, you know, uh, it's so humorous, it's so lively, energetic. I mean, you know, and you're you, you kind of you make it um, much more accessible, I suppose, in a way, and that w- without losing any of its its import.
5: Yes. Uh, Well, well, if you take any piece of art at all, uh, particularly literature, or even you take a a major piece of classical music, you can approach it two ways. And if you take just the book Eula you can approach it that this is a book I'd like to read and be entertained by and enjoy. Or else you can approach it on the grounds that this is a book that I'd like to analyse and study. And the vast majority of people out there don't really want to analyze and study. No. They want to read it and enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, to a certain extent, um, uh, there's been very little approaches to Ulysses the way I do it over the last history of the hundred years. It's tended to be more examined and discussed on an academic basis. Yeah. And
1: that's kind I, of I, I think it would be fair to say most people would say that's not that's that's not for me, that's for the highfaluters. Oh, no.
5: Yeah. No, and, and, and there is a fascinating thing about Ulysses is you can take it both ways. As yeah. a book, you can really enjoy it and have a total fun in it. Um, but if you want to analyse, because James Joyce was a genius, so he actually put the book together in such a way that, as he said himself, it will keep the professors busy for centuries arguing <laughs> over what I meant. And he actually said that in an interview. So he, he got a great kick out of the idea that he's writing a book for the ordinary people a challenging book but a book that is readable but then um, if you want to take the other side of it I've put so many twists and turns and squiggles in here that you'll be arguing about this for years
1: Yeah and you know and you do some wonderful characterisations throughout the show
5: Yes and what amazes me about them and what I love about them is having uh, I'm a Dubliner of course i brought up in Dublin and have spent uh, more time than I care to probably talk about in some of the local hostilleries all over Dublin including the city centre and A lot of the characters portrayed in Ulysses for 1904, they're all still there. Indeed. You know, they're they're all still in the pubs. Any of the characters that you're reading about say, I know somebody who is exactly like that in the pub. And um, it makes it all the more fun from my point of view. But also for, for people from every county in Ireland and from everywhere in the world, he's dealing with people and their quirkiness and their nuances all the time and people don't change so 1904 and 2022 people in general are basically the same F-
1: for, for for sure certainly the ones that hang around the pubs of dublin are <laughs> <laughs> you, um, some, some and more are. And, and and long life to them well look at it. it's on on wednesday the 26th in the hawkswell and tell us why yep. you're why you're kind of retiring it
5: well, I've been performing the show since 2014. Wow. Basically, a lot of the time touring throughout Ireland from Derry down to Kenmare to absolutely everywhere. And apart from the, course of the break with COVID and the, the lockdowns and that, I've been, I've been doing it on a very regular basis. And it's time to kind of move on a bit. Sure. Um, I have a couple of other projects kind of um, running around in my head, uh, which I never get an opportunity to tackle or consider until I mess uh, strolling through Ulysses' go. So this is the very last performance of, of my show, which, as I said, I started in 2014. And a very important point, because I know some people have often spoken to me in relation to it when I discuss it with them, you don't need to know anything whatsoever about Joyce's writing or Ulysses. And when you come along to the show, it is very, very non-academic, and it's great fun because Joyce handed the book to be great yeah, fun I think that's the
1: is. most important thing that I could stress ah, yeah. it really is highly highly entertaining and great crack uh, so you'll get all the details through the Hawkswell website yeah, uh, you absolutely. can book there and uh, every good fortune and wish for the future whatever you des- do decide to take up uh, uh, next that you will deconstruct and reapply <laughs> to the artistic world and we we'll, we'll look forward to welcoming you up here again and whatever that may be okay
5: Brandon mm-hmm. thank you very much indeed I appreciate
1: the thank right. you Robert Gogan okay. um, uh, actor and uh, writer and uh, musician um, it's the August or October the 26th at the Hawkswell. strolling through Ulysses it really is a fantastic night of entertainment Many thanks for tuning in. From myself, Brendan Murray, with Salon, Thanks to Mark Gavin and Sound and our researcher producer, Craig Cox. If you want to get in touch with Craig, it's artsnorthwest at deadlendcentre.com. Should you have anything you'd like to get out there in terms of the artistic and cultural uh, world of Sligo, Donegal, and Leitrim. This show goes out again on Sunday at 8 pm and is available on all podcast platforms or through Ocean FM. Many thanks to Pubble, the Arts Council, and Leitrim County Council for their continued support. Slondiff.